Hey there, nursing community. Welcome back to another episode from Two Male Nurses. Two Male Nurses, and we're talking about gaps. Yeah, um, and ion gaps, and, and um, yeah, yeah with its relation to um, metabolic acidosis and all kinds of different stuff like that. Dude, one time, I remember I was getting a DKA patient from this very, very smart nurse, and she just casually said, oh, don't worry about it. Their gap is closed. Was it hope? Yeah. Was it Hope Sajak? It was Hope Sajak. Yeah, CCRN, basically CRNA, whatever she is. SRNA. SRNA, whatever. Yeah. But she tells me, like, oh, don't worry about it. Their gap's closed. How casually did she say it? He, like, dropped it in report when she was talking about how much O2 they were on. Like, oh, their gap's closed, though. Casual. Yeah. And I had no idea what she was talking about. And, yeah, so we're going to talk about that. We're talking gaps. Hey there, we're back and we're talking about anion gap and the difference between a normal anion gap and a high anion gap. Yeah, and they're both, these are both in terms of, of acidosis. So right. we're talking metabolic acidosis, um, uh, just keeping in your mind these are acidotic patients and some of them will have an anion gap and some of them will not. Right. And it's funny, you, you can calculate this yourself, and I guarantee, yeah, like, wait, wait, I guarantee Hope did. I guarantee, oh. like, oh, yeah, let me just calculate their gap. It's like very casual, but... Um, Even though it's listed on the renal panel. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's there too. Uh, All right. But, well, what's it, what's, what is an anion, and what's an anion gap? Okay, so we're talking, the, the difference, this gap, this anion gap is the difference in major measured cations and major measured anions. And so you're talking major, basically, you can think about like major electrolytes or anions and major, yeah, cations. (laughs) Basically just these major substances and the difference between them. Cations and anions. (laughs) Canyons and anions. Uh, So you, for your equation, your normal equation is going to be uh, sodium plus potassium minus and then in parentheses, bicarb plus chloride. Now, some places uh, it's accepted that you just do sodium minus your bicarb plus chloride. Some places add the potassium in there. Uh, apparently, because potassium usually contributes such a small amount, it's okay not to always measure it. But you should just be aware that some places the equation will include potassium, some it won't. So that's why you'll see it. Okay. Like, oh, anion gap, sometimes it's potassium, sometimes it's potassium. Well, potassium, I mean, we know it's like, what is it, three. Mm-hmm. Like, potassium is just a, right. adding three. So that's why that's there sometimes, and that's why it's not. So, but, in, it, but in your head, just thinking right. sodium potassium okay. is one side, and bicarbonate chloride is the other side. Right, and so sodium potassium are your positive are ions, cations, and then this um, bicarbonate chloride are your, your anions, right. your they're, negatively charged, exactly. charged ions. They're, they're negative. And, and so you're taking yeah. your positives and you're, you're subtracting away your negatives. Right. So then what is a normal anion gap? Right, so 12 to 18. I okay. mean, usually there, so there should be a little gap, a little anion gap. You're having a little, you know, normally you'll have a gap. Um, but if the gap is increased. So if it's wider, it means that something on one side of the equation is causing the gap to be wider. Wow. And a lot of times, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. This is the kind of equation that makes me say yes. <laughs> so you, yeah. So usually, and it's funny because in our body, it's, our, our body just does this. It naturally, yeah. 
it fixes things. It's constantly equilibrating. And so if you're having a, if you have a, uh, a large amount of acidosis going on, obviously your bicarbs in your body is going to decrease to, to match that. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, if there's an anion that's increased, your chloride's going to decrease to maintain that. Right. So, wow. yeah. so if you're having an, if you're having, a, we're, we're going to split these in between an, um, an acidosis where you're having a gap and acidosis where you're not having a gap. Hmm. If you're having both of those numbers affected by something outside, AKA you're having some massive acidosis, your bicarb decreases to fix that, but it's being caused by something else. So then your chlorides decreasing to match that, right. you're going to have a massive gap. Right. And so I think driving home this point too, that with the, what's causing the gap, is there some unmeasured Anion. There's something okay. going on outside the equation. Right, outside of the equation that's contributing to a gap. And we're like, well, okay, so we want this normal 12 to 18-ish gap, but right now we don't have that. It's, it's large. We need to fix it and bring it back to normal. So what is it that's causing it? And that's, what you, that's like all the differential diagnoses that the doctors will do and everything and figure out, okay, what's contributing to this gap? Let's fix it and bring it back to normal. Exactly. Right. And okay. so if you can fix whatever that unmeasured anion is, you're going to, you'll be able to potentially widen the gap. Now, in like the one we always see is diabetic ketoacidosis. Oh, yeah. So what's the anion? Dude, the anion is all of like the acids that are produced through like ketosis, right? So like your acetate, your beta, whatever, hydroxytate or whatever, you know, and then the acetone, right? But with, and I think the major one they always point out is the ketones. Right, and the, the ketones. The yeah. ketones. So if you fix the ketones, if you fix that ketosis, you're going to close the gap right. because all of a sudden the unmeasured anion is you figured it out. Now we know what this is. Let's fix it. You close the gap. Right. So when, when you, when they say like, Oh, we're closing the gap, basically you're kind of fixing what's causing the acid. You're kind of fixing, you're just fixing that widening mm -hmm. to bring it back together, maintaining homeostasis. Right. And that's kind of what they'll use to like dictate. Okay. Can we come off the insulin drip yet? Are we back? Do we, do we get rid of all these ketones and stuff? And they'll just casually drop. Oh, don't worry about it. The gap is closed. Oh yeah. Oh, he's like, yo, you got a diabetic acidosis? Does he still have a gap? You know, now you're, yeah, you're casually. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no if there's something outside affecting it, you're going to have a wide gap because both of them have to decrease to fix it. Right. Both of your numbers have to decrease to fix it, okay? If you're having a normal anion gap acidosis, they might still be acidotic, but that's going to be a problem with one of the numbers inside the equation. Right. Because if it's one of the numbers inside the equation, the other one's going to try to fix it. Right. So you're saying like if you're bicarb, begins to decrease because it's trying to, you know, buffer the acids and all the hydrogens and whatever's happening, right? Then your chloride on that side of the equation is going to increase well, well, to more, compensate. Well, if, okay, so if you have, if you're having a, a decrease in bicarb unrelated to acidosis, okay? So you're having like tons of diarrhea and you're just dumping out bicarb, that's when your chloride is going to try to equilibrate. So it's not, you're not, you, you know, you, they have, they have other versions of this as well, but I, the one I've, I've heard is, um, you're having tons of diarrhea and you're dumping out that bicarb. Right. It's going to try to equilibrate and you're going to have a 
you, you, you're actually going to go up with your chloride right. and you're going to have a hyperchloremic acidosis. Okay. Mm -hmm. So since the bicarb went down, it's all inside the equation here. The bicarb went down, the chloride went up. Do right. you have a gap? No. No. You still, it's a normal anion gap. Right. You have a normal right. anion gap. But then your, your chloride is high. It's like a hyperchloremic or, you know, anion gap. Nice. What acidosis. did that one resident tell you when he was talking about hyperchloremia? Oh, he always said if it's hypochloremia, we did it. Yeah, and <laughs> so, like it, oh, so where, we, yeah. where do you see this oh, from? Well, they just bolus them with like eight liters of normal saline, or they've been on a normal saline drip at 100 an hour for like three days straight, and all exactly. of a sudden the chloride is super high. Exactly, because yeah. what are these the septic patients? Oh, it's funny because they're septic, they're acidotic, okay? So they're septic, they're acidotic, so we give them a whole bunch of saline, and you know, we, oh, well, now it's a day later and they're still on a saline drip because they're still not uh, drinking enough and they're still not whatever. Okay, we'll keep them on the saline. Well, now four days have gone by. Now we might have even fixed the other acidosis, but we're still giving them this sodium chloride. Now we're just causing a different kind of acidosis. It's a hyperchloremic acidosis. And our intensivist does not like saline. He, all, he loves LR. Oh, yeah. It's he all loves, It's all about LR. And, uh, you know, I'm sure I'm not the only one in in the ICU, waiting for the Clover study to come out. Oh, <laughs> the, the Clover study. study. Yeah, Clover. Yeah, the Clover. Oh, we can't wait. Uh, so but we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> no, but I just know he is always talking he about the so Clover excited. study. Yeah, and I always nod my head. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, about the Clover study. Oh yeah, I love yep. the Clover study. Yeah, Clover. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, they're you know, that's you're you're talking about giving you you're constantly just flooding your patient with the sodium chloride. You're actually causing an acidosis, and so maybe just keep thinking like, hey, my patient's been on saline for three days at a hundred yep. maybe let's start the you know you can check their sodium level you can check their you can maybe change it to lr talk talk to somebody and I, most of the time the doctors catch this before we do but mm -hmm. just keeping that in the back of your mind okay well right. may, it's an acidosis well maybe it's a hyperchloremic acidosis that's inside the equation Right, absolutely so then uh, talking about a high anion gap metabolic acidosis where Hypo, um, where it's a hypochloremic one. A hypochloremic, right. right. So, so the chloride's low, low, the bicarb's low, the whole equation's low, it's something outside right. the equation, you and it's a wide gap. And it's all trying to compensate. Exactly. Right? So it's, it's trying all to trying to compensate, and it'll show that wide gap. As we mentioned in diabetic ketoacidosis, those ketone bodies are causing that unmeasured anion outside of this equation, and those anions will decrease to compensate. Exactly, right? with the chloride. Exactly, the chloride's exactly. going to try to compensate but they're also acidotic mm -hmm. so then also you're losing bicarb yep. and it's a big it's just a it's a big old problem that's going to cause a big old gap right and so that's the most common one as we said and we see um sometimes in the icu if they end up on the insulin drip and everything but there's some other areas where we can see it too in a shock patient there's in septic shock nice. and they have a huge increase of lactate lactate's not in the equation right it's not, right so, so it's outside the equation outside so that's, of the equation that's gonna be Big old gap. Right. And if you can think of there's a million things that will cause that kind of, you know, lactic buildup and everything. And and it's just good to be able to understand, like, when they're talking about, like, oh, hey, we've made it to this point in their level of care, that their gap's closed. Yeah. And instead of just saying, like, uh-huh, you yeah. know what we're doing now. Yeah. You know, but they just kind no, of understand a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. And what's that, what's that movie? It was, like, Crazy Stupid Love, I think, when Ryan Gosling... Um, yeah, we'll throw that one in there for the ladies. Ryan Gosling is, yeah, he's holding Steve Carell's face. And where did you get your shoes? Well, I got them at the Gap. And he holds his face and he says, be better than the Gap. Be better. 
than the gap. It's like the most insulting thing. I was just like, be better. But now, hey, now we can, you know, we can all be better. We know the gap. We know what's closed. We know what's hopefully will kind of help figure out what's causing it or just being aware of like, hey, something is off here. We know it's outside the equation versus, hey, that's inside the equation. Let me look at my, let me look at my drips. Right. So. Absolutely. Be better than the gap. <laughs> Two male nurses expressly disclaims any liability in association with this podcast.